Do you want to know the hardest question to truly answer for my clients? It's how do you measure the success of a podcast? And I say it's hard because there's not a right answer. Every single podcast is going to be different. In today's episode, I'm breaking down how you can measure your podcast success, but it may not necessarily include those episode download numbers like you're thinking. Hey y'all, welcome to the Clocking In Podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs and professionals making their way in the working world. I'm your host, Haley Gaffin. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Gaffin Creative, a podcast production company for creative entrepreneurs. Learn more about our services at gaffincreative.com, plus you'll also find resources, show notes, and more for the Clocking In Podcast. So let's clock in and get to work. Today's episode is going to get a little bit feisty. (laughs) Just kidding, but really, it may spark some controversy and conversation. I want to share all about measuring the success of a podcast because I do come from a background in analytics and data analysis from previous marketing roles, so numbers are important to me. But honestly, download numbers are not always high on that list of important numbers. The first thing I want to say is you can't measure the success of your podcast until you have a defined goal. Yeah, that could mean growing a big listenership so that you can pitch bigger brands to sponsor your show, or it could be marketing your brand and selling your products and services. Whatever your goal is, it will define how you measure the success of your podcast. So let's imagine that you're trying to get to a place where you can make a profit on your podcast through sponsorships. I'm about to burst your bubble, and I hate to do this, because many sponsors use a CMP, which is cost per mil, to determine the sponsorship amount. That's the cost they'll pay per 1,000 listeners. To be completely honest, the industry standard for sponsorships with shows of 1,000 downloads per episode is tiny. So tiny, in fact, it's almost insulting, and I'm afraid to tell you, but I will. It's $20 to $25 per 1,000 downloads, (laughs) right? (laughs) This is based on bigger podcasts with hundreds of thousands of downloads per episode. So for smaller podcasts out here in a niche market serving a niche audience, it would be truly hard to find a sponsor that will even cover the cost of production unless we change this. And listen, I am working on a way to change this mindset for our smaller podcast space. So back to building up that listenership. If that is the goal you're going for, then we have to focus on those download numbers, both at the episode release and ongoing. Because podcast content is evergreen. You may have an episode that does okay when it releases. And then months later, someone shares it to a blog post or on Pinterest or on social media. And their following picks it up and starts listening. And that could blow up your downloads. Now, additionally, we need to consider what marketing efforts we're making to get people to listen in order to help with the success of the show. But that is another episode for another day. So let's imagine a different goal for your podcast that's not about sponsorships. Say you're looking to sell products in your shop. This could be a t-shirt shop, a product shop, a digital product shop, or even a course. Ideally, you'll want to track the traffic of the listeners that visit or buy from your shop. This could include coming through tracking links in the show notes, or you could even use a discount code specific to the podcast to help understand where traffic came from. In this case, a higher listenership is always nice to have, considering that you have an unlimited supply of course seats, physical products, 
digital products, etc. I know there are some like the physical products you actually have to fulfill, so it's not as endless. Keep in mind it's not taking up a huge portion of your time to fulfill one product. This offering is scalable, which means you'd want to reach more people to continue to sell this product to. If it's not your primary goal to have a high listenership, but a high listenership will lead to more sales, then you have to focus on that as well. On the other hand, you may want to sell your one-on-one services to your podcast audience. Unlike products, your one-on-one services aren't as scalable because your time is limited. And I get that. The beauty of this is that you don't have to have a large listenership if that is your goal. You can get away with serving a small audience with your podcast in order to book out your services. For example, I've decided for the 2022 year, I'll be limiting myself to 10 ongoing podcast production clients. 10. That's not a lot. Essentially, I don't have to even promote my ongoing podcast services on this podcast because my VIP day clients typically turn into ongoing podcast production clients. So according to marketing charts, the industry standard for ad-driven sales conversion rates on a podcast is 0.062%. That means if I needed to book those 10 clients, I need 162 listeners on my podcast. But as someone who already has clients, if I'm only needing to book one more client to complete my bookings, I would only need 16 listeners. 16. I only need 16 listeners to get one booking if I'm meeting the industry standard for that conversion rate on my podcast. Now, listenership isn't everything. Obviously, it helps and it feels great to have that support, but depending on the goal of your podcast, it's definitely not the main thing you need to focus on in measuring your podcast success. I want you to consider what your goal is, why it's important to you, and how you'll measure it. There are so many options for defining your goal and how you'll measure it, so I want you to customize it to you. Don't go online and look at all of these other people and see how they're defining the success of their podcast because their business is completely different from yours. Now, if you have a podcast already and you're not entirely sure what the goal is anymore, how you're measuring it, or how you need to be marketing for that goal on your podcast, make sure you check out my podcast strategy VIP days. I'm currently booking January and February VIP days. We'll work through defining your goal, determine how to measure that goal, set up the workflows and back end to get it measured and find creative ways to either market your podcast or drive leads towards the goal in your podcast. These spots are limited, so head over to gaffincreative.com slash 033 to inquire today and see if this is the right fit for your podcast. Now, I hope you go out there, you start working on measuring the success of your podcast based on the goals you define. And if you don't have a podcast and you sat through this whole podcast episode, consider how you're doing this in the marketing of your Instagram or the marketing of your email campaigns because open rates are great, likes are great, followers are great, but how's it serving your business? In everything you're doing and everything you're marketing, how is it serving your business? Don't get caught up in the numbers. Don't get caught up in the vanity metrics. Make sure that you are marketing for your success, for your goals. Thank you guys so much. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would really love if you'd leave a rating and review on the Apple Podcast app. By doing this and showing your support, it is opening the doors for so many others to listen to this show and dive in and learn more about podcasting, entrepreneurship, and business. I'll see you guys next week on another episode of Clocking In. 
This has been another episode of the Clocking In Podcast. You can find the show notes for this episode and more at gaffincreative.com. Thank you so much for your listenership and support. If you love this episode, I'd be so honored if you'd leave me a review in the Apple Podcasts app. Until next time, I'm your host, Haley Gaffin, clocking out. Thank you.